A female police officer proposes marriage to a wanted criminal and then arrests him at the temple. Are you dying for a better life? South Koreans are faking their own funerals for life lessons. And Russian farmers use virtual reality headsets to improve the mood of their cows and improve the milk. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm recording live in Los Angeles. I'm Jonesy. Happy to be here. Happy to deliver these weird stories for you. Let's do it. A female cop proposes marriage to a wanted criminal and then arrests him at the temple. Brilliant undercover work. The police in Madhya Pradesh's Chhatapur arrested a hardcore criminal wanted in 16 different criminal cases, including murder, for the past one year by laying a trap of fake marriage on this mofo. By the way, if you couldn't figure out by the name of the city, this is India. Balkishan Chaubi, who was a resident of Bijuri village of Mahoba district, was carrying a reward of 10,000 RS on his head. I'm not sure what RS. What's is it? Rubies? Rupees? Is that the money in India? I'm dumb. Chaubi had killed a man in Naugaon. That was in August of this year, and the police were trying to nab him. But every time he succeeded in dodging them. The police came to know that he was looking for a woman to marry. I don't know how they know that. Maybe they found him on Tinder. They found his dating profile. Apparently. Is my guess. Because, you know, the police these days, they just want to solve all their crimes online. Anyways, they laid a trap for him. They asked one of the female police personnel to contact him. The police arranged a SIM card of New Delhi Circle in the name of a woman laborer from Bundelkhand, who was presently living in New Delhi. Man, I'm really killing all these cities. If you could see the way they're spelled, you'd be like, Jonesy, you're nailing it. The woman sub-inspector called called Chalbi and said she mistakenly dialed his number. Chalbi asked her whereabouts and later he checked the credentials of the number. Chalbi called her back and they started talking to each other. After a week, the woman proposed marriage to him. Is that common in India for the ladies to propose to you? And to do so so quickly? Fascinating. Yeah, I think I want to marry you. How about that? Well, he agreed. They decided to meet in a temple in Bajuri village for a roka ceremony. Roka, R-O-K-A, ceremony. That must be, uh, is that wedding ceremony or a pre-wedding ceremony? Is that the bachelor party? What are we talking about here? Anybody in India can break down this whole these whole wedding festivities for us? The woman sub-inspector, which is apparently, apparently what they call their um, the lower-level police officers, maybe? Uh, reached, reached there with other police personnel in civil clothing. When Chalbi reached the temple, the police arrested him. Chalbi was produced before the court and sent to jail on Friday. This is just some brilliant undercover work by a, a female Indian sub-inspector. This guy's probably a creep. She had to propose to a creep, then go meet him. Unbelievable. How nuts is it that he agreed to marry her over the phone without a date or anything like that? I guess this guy was very desperate. Thank goodness he was so desperate. He would marry anybody. Still want to know how the cops knew he was going. He wanted to get married. They've been following him on Facebook for or something. Why don't you just go get the guy? Just go get the guy. Good work, though. This is the way to do it. Sometimes you got to go undercover and pretend you want to 
You want to make a baby with somebody just to put them behind bars where they where they belong. You know, very important. And I and I I send praise over to Bajuri Bajuri Village, and I hope the roca ceremony wasn't too uh, wasn't too uncomfortable for the sub inspector. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. Dying for a better life. South Koreans fake their own funerals to get some life lessons. A South Korean service is offering free funerals, but only to the living. More than 25,000 people have participated in mass living funeral services at the Hyawan Healing Center since it opened in 2012. These people are hoping to, were hoping to improve their lives by simulating their own deaths. Here's a quote. Once you become conscious of death and experience it, you undertake a new approach to life, says 75-year-old Cho Jae-hee, who participated in a recent living funeral as part of a dying well program offered by her senior welfare center. Dozens actually took part in this event. From teenagers to retirees, they don shrouds, take funeral portraits, write their last testaments, and then lie in a closed coffin for around 10 minutes. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's very much simulating death if you're only in the coffin for 10 minutes. Give, give me 10 hours and then I might start to feel like I'm I'm dead. One university student named Choi said his time in the coffin helped him realize that too often he viewed others as competitors. Oh, well, that's helpful. This guy got something out of the 10 minutes in a coffin. Here's a quote. When I was in the coffin, I wondered what, what use that is about him being um, too competitive. He added that he plans to start his own business after graduation rather than attempting to enter a highly competitive job market. Ooh, he got some major enlightenment by lying in a wooden box for 10 minutes and writing his last testament. South Korea ranks 33 out of 40 countries surveyed in the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development's Better Life Index. Many young South Koreans have high hopes for education and employment, which have been dashed by a cooling economy and rising joblessness. It is important to learn and prepare for death, even at a young age, says a professor who has written a book about death. Also, in 2016, South Korea's suicide rate was 20.2 per 100,000 residents, almost double the global average. Funeral company Hyawan began offering the living funerals to help people appreciate their lives and seek forgiveness and reconciliation with family and friends. The center head, Jong said he is heartened when people reconcile at a relative's funeral, but is saddened they wait that long. We don't have forever, he said. That's why I think this experience is so important. We can apologize and reconcile much sooner and live the rest of our lives happily. Wow, this is something else, man. Faking your own death to just... I can see the functionality of it, though, right? If you can kind of get the realization that uh, however way you do it, right? If you can come to the realization that life is precious and life is short, I'm all for it. If it means faking your own death through a ceremony like this, giving some funeral guy weirdo some money, then sure. Have your relatives come by and play pretend for an afternoon while you lay in a coffin for 10 minutes. Okay, fine. You know, you notice that people have had, that have had near-death experiences, many of them have a new appreciation for life. They, they, they do a complete turnaround I've heard many stories about such such events, such people. So if you can kind of do some sort of semblance of a near-death experience, or as in this case, a mock death of yourself, 
And you can get something out of that, a new appreciation for life, a new outlook, more love and kindness towards your family and friends. Maybe you can kick an alcohol addiction or whatever. I'm all for it. Try stuff like this. Why not? It may make your, make your life better. It only takes an afternoon. You've got to dress yourself up as a mummy, have somebody help you, get yourself a coffin. In fact, you don't even have to pay anybody this. You could just go lay in a coffin in your basement on your own for a day and then see how that makes you feel. I, I don't know if you've ever been in an isolation tank, but that might be something you could do. I've been in, a, in an isolation tank a few times, actually, both in New York and out here in L.A. That's a feeling that you're dead. <laughs> you could do that. Hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for people bettering themselves, no matter, as long as you're not harming others. And in some instances, you might be looking ridiculous to better yourself. Like in this case, lying in a coffin might look a little bit ridiculous to some people. Sure, sure. But then again, there are a lot of people out there doing some other weird stuff that also looks ridiculous and they're seeking salvation this way. So who am I to knock them? I'm all for it. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go lay in a wooden box for 10 minutes and see if I can kick my coffee habit. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Russian farmers are using virtual reality headsets to improve the mood of cows. Yes, you want your cows to be in a good mood now, don't you? Well, the Russians are on top of it. Russian farmers are experimenting with VR, virtual reality. They're putting VR headsets on their cows' faces to help improve the milk production. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just saw the photo and it's... Oh, goodness, it's very silly to see a cow <laughs> a cow with a cow with a virtual reality headset on. It's very whew, oh that's that's silly okay um they're they're trying to stimulate calm experiences <laughs> to keep the cow's anxieties level anxiety levels low um, This project was reportedly conducted at the Rus Rusmoloko farm of the Remensky district. Um, this is the country's uh, dairy industry apparently is located over there. The, this experiment stems from research claiming that dairy farms with a calm atmosphere tended to yield greater quantities of higher quality milk. European farmers often utilize robotic systems to ensure maximum free movement of their livestock on the farm, while Russia's dairy industry, particularly in Moscow's suburbs, will deploy sound equipment to broadcast classical music in the belief that it it equates to a positive effect on the milk yields as well. These techniques led to employees at one of the largest farms in Moscow, together with IT specialists, to study virtual reality and then create a headset. Reportedly, the developers behind the virtual reality studio collaborated with veterinarians and consultants to help adapt the headset for the structure of a cow's head. Well, it seems to fit quite nicely, uh, according to the picture. According to the studies of vision in cattle, the animals have a greater perception on red shades, while blue and green tones are notably weaker. 
A summer field simulation was created for the experiment, and the initial test results revealed a decrease in, in anxiety and an increase in the overall mood of the herd of cows. Fascinating. The impact of the virtual reality glasses on the milk production of the cows will be shown by a further comprehensive study. They're going to have to gather some milk first, test it against the old milk, see what we got here. Wow. I never thought I'd see uh, virtual reality being used on animals before. I just thought humans would be using it for porn, and that would be it. <laughs> we use everything for porn. Hey, what's this new technology? Ooh, how can I use it for porn? Yes, well, you know, the quality of your milk is important, uh, for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised to hear the classical music approach was used. Classical music definitely soothes um, every living being, I'd imagine. It's very special. Um, I'd like to know what they're showing the cows in this VR headset. Do you think it's just like lots of grass? I mean, what's what's soothing to a cow? Other cows kind of just chewing? Uh, you know, why not just hire a bunch of masseuses to massage the cows <laughs> while they're grazing? <laughs> that would be too expensive, Ice. I don't know. I'd love to get to the bottom of this. And I want to get to the bottom of this. I really don't have time to get to the bottom of the cow virtual reality program if we're being honest <laughs> i'm just a little curious like what are they what could they possibly be watching on there you know like charlie brown reruns like very calm cartoons tom and jerry i mean what just flowers and rainbows what <laughs> what's calming to a cow i have no idea I'm, I'm guessing just grass just more grass better grass than they're looking at now more green grass, although they say they don't take to green colors so well, which is strange because they eat grass. I don't know. Anybody working with these cows over there? Can you call Weird AF News? 646-450-2012. Gotta get to, we got to get some answers here. <laughs> I'm in a mood for answers. Hey, what's up, weirdos? This is Jonesy. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you learned something. Maybe you had a chuckle. Maybe you uh, you and your buddy were doing some knee slapping. I don't know. I like to think that I get some laughs, but who knows what's going on here. I'm just, uh, I'm just feeling my way through the darkness of this universe, doing the best I can, guys, with the public education that I was given. <laughs> I want to give some love to Samantha. Very special Samantha who sent me some, some delicious coffee from the Utica Roasting Coffee Company in Utica, New York. She wrote me a little note here. Uh, as well. Hey, Jonesy, I hope you enjoy the Utica roasting coffee. Have a wonderful holiday. Samantha, much love. Um, yeah, looking forward to trying this delicious smelling coffee today, as a matter of fact. So thank you, Samantha. I appreciate that. It's a lovely holiday gift when I'm getting coffee. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, you know what I would love in addition to that for a holiday gift. If you want to give my, give my show a review on iTunes, that would be that would be tremendous. I would appreciate that. Give me some stars. Write a little something. You could write something like, uh, you don't approve of me. Uh, it doesn't have to be all approval. It could be whatever you want. <laughs> this is your review. It can be whatever you want it to be. But please, guys, take a moment and review the podcast. It really helps push me up the charts. I'm really at the bottom of the charts. If I could get some, you know, some leverage up the charts at all, it would be a big win. So thank you. Or you could send me coffee. That's amazing as well. Uh, yeah, as always, you can reach me 646-450-2012. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com. You can reach me on Instagram at funnyjones, on 
Twitter at Funny Jones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. All right. Sweet Jesus, Connor. This is how I got to find out. I let you take your mama's El Camino out for the for, for a ride. I tell you, hey, go on out there and try out them new rims. I finally got some tires to fit it. And this is how you repay me? I am your stepdaddy, son. And if you think you're going to go 125 miles an hour on the causeway to Tampa after leaving a world of beers on my brand new wheels? I'm sorry about that, uh, Jonesy. I just had to vent. I had to vent because my ass wife's son-in-law, well, my son-in-law, I mean, some might say he might be my son-in-law, but he's actually my stepson. He, he took my El Camino and he got pulled over and I got to find out about it on a podcast. Bullshit. Get this, Jonesy, right? My Aunt Sable just called me. Said she was out on her porch, you know, huffing some paint. Because that's what she likes to do. Sable, you know, she likes to huff paint. You know, she ain't on the bath salts. She ain't, she ain't, she ain't that kind of crazy. She's just huffing, huffing paint. Gold paint, because that's the tasty kind. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm, t- what I'm getting at, Jonesy, I'm getting off track here. What I'm getting at is that she said that in her cul-de-sac, you know, down there in, um, oh, where the hell she did? Port, Port, Port St. something or other? I can't remember. It's been some time since she called me. But what she wanted to tell me was that there was a goddamn black lab uh, circling around her cul-de-sac in reverse, knocking mailboxes over. Can you believe that? Can you believe that, Jonesy? And then I hear you tell the story on the podcast. It's a small world, man. It's a small world. They should give that thing a license, I say. You know what I mean? To quote quote my, my great aunt State Sable. Anyway, bye-bye. Okay, Josie. Now I know this ain't this ain't a Florida story, but that raw of Earth man says you should sun your butthole for for thirty seconds at a time. It gives you a lot of energy. Am I getting this am I getting this right? Cause I mean as far as I know, you, you I'm from the Sunshine State. I get it. But last time I, <laughs> last time I showed my butthole for 30 seconds to anybody, especially in the broad sunlight, I'll give you a weekend in the clink. Now I don't know if I would exactly show my butthole to the sun, because don't you? Do you want it to dry out? <laughs> <laughs>